0: Hello and welcome to Sonoran Desert Institute School of Firearms Technologies official podcast, The Gun Wrap. Welcome to the Gun Racks of the Dorn Desert Institute School of Firearms Technologies official podcast. And with me, we have one, Drew Poplin. Drew Poplin is here, folks, and he's here for the most exciting episode in at least a week. The Gun rack turns 100 today, people. This is our 100th episode officially. Uh, We've had some mini-sodes, but this is our 100th episode full length. We're so stoked to have you guys here for it. We have lots of surprises and fun things in store for you, including one right now. Hey, Drew, guess what? What? You're going to work here permanently. A contractor no more. (laughs) You can't get rid of him, folks. He's here forever. Which is good news because it means we still have a podcast. It does mean that we continue to have a podcast. Nothing changes for you except if you didn't like Drew, you are disappointed now. Mm. But
1: I can't wait to see the uh, analytics later and uh, to see uh, the just, just bomb out
0: at yeah. about minute three. But there are more surprises coming than mm. just that. Drew is part of the SDI family. But uh, before we get into too many exciting new things. It's time for some newfound tradition because Drew Poplin is on the clues. Drew's Clues. What do
1: we have today? All right. Well, before we hit today, I want to address last week's answer. Last week, the answer to Drew's Clues was the M2 Browning, a.k.a. the Ma Deuce. Now, this week, I have a very special firearm up for you today. Uh, and you get two Drew's Clues. The first one, this is a six-shot revolver. And your final Drew's clue. This was used famously by Harry Callahan. Yeah, you know, Harry, that guy was a... You know, Mr. Callahan was pretty dirty. It was dirty. Uh. Twas. Yes, Harry was dirty. A dirty Harry. So we have a lot more trivia coming down the pipeline. Yeah.
0: We have two separate trivia games that we have launched uh, today for you guys. We have... So we brought some staff in, not necessarily faculty, to test their firearms know-how to see what they've got going on. And uh, the results were interesting in that we were able to hold most of them head-to-head. That was a good time. That is our first trivia challenge. The second one, we went trolling through the firearms experts in the community. So we're talking about uh, we've got one competition shooter. Uh, We have a SDI grad. Uh, Actually, we have two SDI grads now that I think about it. Um, we have uh, one very well-rehearsed, uh, well-versed, rather, staff member and then the dean of the school uh, and, and more coming down the pipeline with the more advanced trivia challenge. That one was interesting, too. But uh, more than trivia, the gun gunwreck appreciates pats on the back, which is why we reached out to Tracy to give us a pat on the back for the 100th episode And here is what she had to say for you guys.
2: Hi, this is Tracy Lee, president of SDI.
3: Thanks for listening to our hundredth episode. We hope you stick around for the next hundred.
1: Oh, wasn't that just sweet
0: of her? That was so sweet now let's get back to the brutal competition so for the first batch of trivia questions we got the opportunity to speak with simona who's been on the podcast a couple of times chris ross who is like if walmart was a person and then jennifer mckinnis who is my boss's boss and i can say nothing unkind about um they locked in a brutal battle of wits uh, and were swooped in upon by one Rick Kasner, who is one of the uh, higher ups in the faculty uh, team here at SDI at the very end. Let's see what they had. So we're here with Jennifer, who's the VP of Growth and Marketing. and hello, hello. Yes, who is, has deigned to visit us after a lengthy absence. And, it's been a uh,
2: long time since I've been on here. It
0: has been. Uh, it's, it's probably been close to a year at this point. I believe it, yep. And then Chris and Simona, who we've not had on since Summit, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, so we're here in the 100th episode. To, yes to celebrate it being 100th episode and then hopefully embarrass you guys a little bit on <laughs> um, but 100 episodes in let me ask you something mm-hmm. uh, simona on a scale of one to ten um the scale of one to ten being hours how many hours a day do you listen to the gun rack? <laughs>
3: I mean, do you want me to average it from like the totals past six years or like?
0: I'll accept the mean or the (laughs) median.
3: Okay. So honestly, I'm going to say about half a minute if I average it out from when I did listen to it and spread it out over like the past Mm -hmm. year.
4: Do we
0: need to get a new guest? (laughs) We might need to get a new guest. Uh (laughs) The last thing we need in the gun rack is honesty, Simona, which is why we're going to turn to Chris. Chris, how many times have you been stopped at a bar or a restaurant and asked if you know Joey and Drew from the gun rack? Well, you know, I don't get out too much. <laughs> You know, so, um, the virtual bars all the time. Yeah. You know, I'm just the bars always, in
2: your head. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that hurts. That does hurt a little bit. Uh, Jennifer, we're going to count on you to smooth this out. Okay. Uh, for us.
2: I'll do my best.
0: Um, how many Grammys have you put the gun rack up for since we launched in 2019?
2: A hundred percent
0: of them. One hundred percent of them. Mm -hmm. That sounds pretty accurate. It seems it's a little disingenuous because you didn't say an actual number, (laughs) and we're on episode one hundred, so a number could have been.
2: Well, you didn't ask how many episodes you asked. That's, how many fair. That's fair. That's
0: fair. That's fair. It's kind of on you, man. That, that might be on me. Let's yeah. get into trivia. Honestly. <laughs> so I haven't had any opportunity been around since 2019. How many Grammy that we had since then? No.
1: Man, me, the COVID years don't count either. So, you know. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it's pretty much one then? Is it one?
1: It's yeah, one, It sounds uh, about right. Yeah. It's <laughs> September to December of
0: 2019. Right. And, uh. I don't even know how many episodes that is probably like five, Mm. but all right, let's get into trivia.
2: Okay. Is this SDI trivia? Is that what you're going to make? This is
0: no, this is firearm trivia, but for the, for the
1: largely uninitiated. Yeah. You're saving grace is that I made it. So yes. (laughs) Um, So pretty much just some ground rules. Mm -hmm. Um, Pretty much we're kind of going with the who wants to be a millionaire style premise. You're going to start off with the questions being super easy. And as it goes on, it gets progressively harder. Okay. There are no lifelines, multiple contestants. So the three of y'all will be playing simultaneously. Okay. And pretty much whoever answers the you know question correct. Or you know what? How about we do this? We'll give you 10 seconds to ponder the answer there you go
4: yeah I'll and then the whole
1: timer yeah you know, we'll you know everyone will put in their answer and we'll keep track of who gets what
2: are we and, uh, like placing any bets on who's going to win this
0: simona is going to win it's this. definitely simona it. <laughs> okay but
2: just wanted to put that out of we
1: mind. want to give you a fighting chance so. okay <laughs> and the uh the last little i guess rule or whatever is that uh all the answers are not necessarily multiple choice okay uh some of these you may have to elucidate on mm-hmm. uh so yeah just do your best everyone
2: okay we're gonna You're give killing it a shot me, Smalls. this is I a know. lot of brain work for <laughs> thursday afternoon That's
1: right that's right <laughs> we hey we could have hit
0: you up on monday we could have It'd have been a lot more We're fun. tough but fair
1: <laughs> <They're> very <laughs> grateful to all the guests that decided to come onto the gun rack that's true
0: yeah we've had a good turnout actually by the time today is done we will have had one two three four five six seven eight guests on the gun rack that's of been a bit of, this, of a party decidedly a new record so yeah that's awesome yes thank you all for coming on
1: yes speaking of parties let's get this party started, started. nice okay all right Joey is on hand with the timer. Yep, okay. and we will begin now. Question one: Which of the following is a firearm? A. A stick. B. A piece of cardboard. C. A Colt forty-five.
2: Do how do we how do we like buzz in?
1: Is that a trick question?
3: Yeah, y'all wasn't very clear. Oh my
0: <laughs> okay, so all you have to do is hold it in your head for ten seconds uh-huh <laughs> we get to use our first bleep in the gun wreck history um, uh-huh. uh-huh and then at the end of the 10 seconds we'll go final jeopardy style and see what each of your answers are okay okay are we ready yes
3: yeah. so, we, so we write it down you yeah you can
0: write it a, down you can hold it in your head in your head simona i know this is hard
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay Question one: Which of the following is a, far, a firearm? A. A stick. B. A piece of cardboard. C. A Colt 45. We some sort of five seconds. Some, some sort of trivia music yeah. to play. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Uh
1: huh. All right. So answers locked in. Uh, Simona, we'll start with you.
3: Cult forty-five. Jennifer. Cult forty-five. Chris. Do it.
2: Say stick.
1: Stay stick. Uh, I am. I am from Florida, so I think I'm going to go
2: with
3: stick. Final <laughs> answer.
1: I appreciate um, the rationale. Uh, the answer was C. A cult forty-five. <laughs> okay.
3: Nice, Chris. Real nice. Thanks. All
1: right. So, are you keeping track of? Uh... I will. Yes.
2: That's a goose egg for Chris Ross.
1: It yes, is. Yeah. Hey, that goose
0: egg is golden and it'll hatch.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> it takes you a lot of time just to add that up.
0: I'm writing <laughs> your names down by hand and my there's, phone there's keeps auto your name to sign it. <laughs> I made it easy. So there's zero in okay. there.
1: All right. Question number two. What does the AR in AR-15 stand for? Ooh. A, Armalite, B, Assault Rifle, C, Armed Rifle, or D, Osberg Manufacturing Rifle? <laughs> this is a very serious game. I expect no laughter.
0: Yeah. Osberg Manufacturing sounds like the bad guy in
1: Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> All right. That is time, lock in your answers. All right, Chris, we'll start with you.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go with Armalite.
1: Okay. Jennifer. Armalite. Simona. Armalite. And you all got that one. Yes.
3: Hi.
0: This will take longer to write down, Chris <laughs> got some. Okay, <laughs> question three. Joe, do you want to take this one? Sure. Uh glock is one of the biggest names in the firearms world today where were they first produced a the united states b england c austria and d germany
2: i think i know this one i think i know this one i'm pretty sure i know this one all
1: right time's up All right. By the way, Joey, I wanted you to read that one just because I know how much you love Glock. (laughs) Um, All right. Jennifer, we'll start with you.
3: Uh, Austria. Simona. Austria.
1: Chris. Austria. Look at all three of you doing. Got them. Yes.
3: Chris. I'm uh, glad that one was multiple. I totally did not have that answer. He was going to say something else because he thought you guys were calling him first because you called on me and then Jennifer. So technically you should have called Chris and then he changed his answer. That's what it
0: was. I I got called first for the the second answer. We like him more. How much are you not paying attention? I was first for the last question.
3: Are you? (laughs) Mm -mm, I don't believe it.
1: I'm feeling kind of attacked right now for how we're conducting (laughs) it. This is... This was supposed to like be a sure. fun event, and I don't appreciate this. It's so not we're just going to move fine. on.
2: We should you move on. We should like hand. write it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: We are going to move on.
2: Okay. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Question <I'm> four: <laughs> What firearm is estimated to be the most produced firearm in history? A. The M16. B. The AK47. C. The Colt 44. Or D the winchester 1894 five seconds all right that's time answers locked in all right since everyone's complaining about it chris <laughs> oh, wow. um can you read those options again?
0: It was just so
3: (laughs) many words. Oh my goodness.
0: I just need to hear one Uh more. Uh
3: Uh,
1: We have the M16, the AK-47, the Colt-44, and the Winchester-1894. I'm
2: going to go Colt-44.
1: All right. Simona.
3: I'm going to go AK-47. Jennifer. Me too. I think I'm going AK as well.
1: Jennifer and Simona got that right in AK-47.
2: I thought it was too obvious. Um, I I thought it was too obvious.
1: Well, that's what tripped you up on the first one. It is. (laughs) I think you're overestimating my intelligence (laughs) in compiling these questions. All right, question five. And this one is not a multiple choice. Uh Uh-oh. Joey, you want to take this one, actually? Sure.
2: Do we have to we have to produce and rehearse an entire like debate answer for this one since it's not multiple choice? Is that what's going on?
1: Yeah, yes. and what we'll do we'll give you twenty seconds. Okay. Okay. Let me set this in for twenty seconds.
0: And we know that gun sales have soared in recent years. And the NSSF released a report using data from GunBroker.com that listed the highest selling firearms. From January first, twenty twenty to May thirty-first, twenty twenty. Using this report, what was the highest selling semi-automatic pistol for buyers under the age of
1: 50? That was the wrong question. <laughs> Shut up.
2: Is that that sounds like a multiple choice question?
1: It was though. Uh... <laughs> There's well, not well, a question this... five.
2: Do it like, I mean, I could try.
0: Oh. <laughs> Okay. In my defense, uh-huh. instead of a question five, <laughs> Drew has written question four twice.
1: So, listen, I'm a firm believer that as hosts, we have to be on our toes as well. Okay, fine.
2: That was a trap, is what you're saying?
1: Uh, well, it's not not
0: a trap. Question yeah. <laughs> five. Okay. Question being five. close to identical, explain the difference between a 357 and a 38
2: this is long answer?
0: Yes. Complete sentences only. I remember complete sentences. Missed me with that in high school. Okay. Time is up. Uh, Jennifer, you can be first this time.
2: I'm going to go case length.
0: All right, Simona.
3: Both sentences. <laughs> yeah. I'm they're gonna
0: best. go case length. Okay. <laughs> Simona.
3: Uh, yep, yeah, that's the only difference. So the same, virtually the same, that just the case length of them.
0: Okay. Chris?
1: Um, The difference between a 357 and a 38 is 319.
3: Nice. Sound of applause. Nice. Yeah. I don't, think we, <laughs> really not, it.
1: I don't uh, think we can technically say he's wrong. I, right. I think uh,
2: I mean, if you're Chris using has given as up
1: as as on winning.
0: <laughs> um, but we're not going to allow him is to. He's simply here to sow dissent. But we're not going to yeah, allow Chris him
2: to. woke give up and up. chose violence as
0: well. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> though it is worth noting, Simona and Jennifer, you're both correct. Jennifer, extremely impressive that you didn't have to steal from Simona to get that one. That's a, genuine, that's a genuine question of firearms trivia. I you think it's a little bit more impressive that they both went ahead of me and got it right and I went last and got it wrong. It got, I thought you were going to say stick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Question six, which I was hated on so quickly for last time. I let you read the full question. You did. <laughs> Um, question six, we know that gun sales have soared in recent years. The NSSF released a report using data from gunbroker.com that listed the highest selling firearms from January 1st, 2020 to May 31st, 2020. Using this report, what was the highest selling semi-automatic pistol for buyers under the age of 50? Under the age of 50. Is
2: that mm-hmm. a clue? Is that a clue in this question? Yeah.
1: Okay. And this is not multiple choice. No. Oh,
2: it's not? Okay. Because I have no. two of them that I think it could be. I'm going to go. Okay.
0: Time is up, okay. Chris. Lead the way. Um, Glock 19.
2: Ah, I was one of them.
0: Okay, Jennifer.
2: Oh, do I go, his track record's so bad right now. <laughs> You're not won, wrong. I'm going, I'm going P320 then. If he went last 19, I'm going the said P320.
0: All right, Simona.
3: Dang. Hey, I honestly, oh, too much. To, I'm going to go with the Hellcat. Too much. Too much pressure.
0: Okay interesting choice um actually jennifer is the only one that got that one correctly
3: nice mm-hmm.
0: jennifer is crushing it
1: right now
2: thanks
1: um i want to say the i
2: almost of... went glock 19
1: oh yeah i think that was second i'm glad I'm glad, I'm glad i erased i need to look something <laughs> up real quick
2: are you validating right now? are you fact-checking drew
0: no i'm trying to see if the hellcat even existed in 2020 it did okay okay cool um so that's the last main question we have one bonus question that drew's okay. pretty proud of so we're going to use that and we're going to say this one is worth double Uh-oh. so simona if you get this right and jennifer gets it wrong Uh, you can, you can take the lead and win this thing. Chris, you get it right and they both get it wrong. Nothing happens because you're incompetent.
1: But there is a lot of pride in this last question. So I'll be personally proud of you. Yes.
0: This will be another 20 second question. 20 second question.
1: Uh Go ahead. All right. Which popular selling brand produced their first gun in 1989?
3: That was the year I was born. Oh my
2: gosh,
3: you're so old. 1989. Uh, boy, I don't, oh man, I don't know. Uh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Can you repeat the question again?
0: Yes, I'm, I will I add, add like 10 I've seconds to the word. plot.
1: <laughs> as we are wise and merciful. All right. Which popular selling brand produced their first gun in 1989?
0: Five seconds. Okay, Chris. I feel like I went first a lot. You did.
4: <laughs> um, I, I pass.
1: Great answer.
0: <laughs> they make okay. great stuff. Simona.
3: I thought it was Jennifer's turn to go first. <laughs> Man, nineteen eighty-nine. Say something. I mean, I really feel like you the know question what. Is uh, not State
0: Armory. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, throw that's that what you're doing.
2: You're going. No. You're going
3: PSA.
0: Yeah, I'm throw that one out there. Hmm. Simona, what say you?
3: Nineteen eighty-nine. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> I had no idea.
0: There's a lot of manufacturers out there. Just list one off.
3: I'm going to go with Smith and Western. I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll pretend they didn't define the early uh, right. part of the 20th century. <laughs> um, Jennifer, what about you?
2: Oh, God, I don't know. Maybe uh, uh, Barrett? Oh. Is Barrett around that age?
0: That is a good, that is a pretty good guess. <laughs> Um, honestly, I want to make sure that that's yeah, not I'm a, technically yeah, correct. We're going to go double check that real quick.
1: <laughs> they Ooh. were founded in 1982. So, yeah. Oh. So very good. Yes.
2: I'm not, I'm not too ashamed of that.
1: All right. So either way, Jennifer, you win. Yeah. Um, the answer oh. we were looking for was Nerf.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wah, wah. it's a
0: bonus question mm-hmm. i'm not gonna hear any
1: hate on it And what a way to end i'm gonna check oh, out when so you
2: guys you guys gave me a nerve question i'm out here racking my brain for <laughs> age of...
0: technically what drew did not say firearm at any
1: point
4: right right
1: <laughs> very careful to avoid that yeah. uh,
0: um when was PSA founded? Yeah, um, 2008.
1: Oh mm. wow! So they were they're a baby company compared I to. I almost said
2: Daniel Defense, but I think they're
1: newer than. And them. just for kicks and giggles, Smith and Wesson.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's look. At <laughs> What's your over under on when Smith
0: My over under is going to be like 1905.
2: I, it's 18. I think it's 18s. You don't think?
1: They know. were founded in 1852.
2: Holy smokes. Oh, I was pretty close. That's holy, so close.
1: Holy smokeless powder.
0: Am I right?
2: <laughs> am God. I right?
0: Yeah. Hey, Rick. Did I intrude oh, on
4: somebody's segment. meeting or did I intrude?
0: No, not at all. You could never. Rick. <laughs> Actually, Rick, super lightning round. We're about to expose you to a gunsmithing trivia series, but. Um, we just did one with that's separate with Chris and Jennifer and Simona, and it's pretty quick. So if you don't mind, we're going to run you through the ringer on this one too. Okay. Okay. I don't so,
4: quite know what that means, but yeah.
0: Oh, okay. We were going to have you do a trivia contest and now we're going to have you do two is the short mm-hmm. answer for that. If you're gay. Okay. Um, okay. So we'll start out question one, there's, it's
1: who wants to be a millionaire style? So basically the questions, they start off super easy and they get progressively harder.
4: You're going to make me look foolish.
0: Jake (laughs) Burden got one correct from an earlier trivia thing.
2: Yeah. From a different one. Um,
0: but these aren't bad. These these are, (laughs) these are not quite so bad. Um, the best score we had was Jennifer who got Six out of a potential eight points, including the bonus, which is pretty that's incredible. pretty good, honestly. She was literally correct in I think every single one outside of uh outside of the bonus. So let's do this. Super lightning round, read them all.
1: All right. So you have 10 seconds to answer this question. Which of the following is a firearm? A a stick? D, a piece of cardboard. C, a Colt 45.
0: Don't be fooled, Rick, that's a tricky one.
1: Colt 45. is
0: Is correct. correct. (laughs) Point one (laughs) to Rick. Hold on, got to put Rick in the scoreboard. Honestly, I feel like this (laughs) one. Come
2: come back in five minutes. A little bit. People on the scoreboard.
1: That's (laughs) unkind. Question two. (laughs) Question number two. What does the AR in AR-15 stand for? A, Armalite, B, Assault Rifle, C, Armed Rifle, or D, Osberg Manufacturing Rifle?
4: It's Armalite.
1: Bam. Boom. One single second
0: is all that took. Suspicious, guys. (laughs) Um,
2: I've been texting him on the side, so he knows all that.
1: (laughs) Okay. Question three. Yes. Glock is one of the biggest names in the firearms world today. Where were they first produced? A. The United States. B. England. C. Austria. Or D. Germany. Austria. Didn't even get to hit the firing button before you <he laughs> answered that. <laughs> Another point to this. All right. Question four. What firearm is estimated to be the most produced firearm in history? A. The M-16, B, the AK-47, C, the Colt-44, or D, the Winchester-1894?
4: I'd have to say the AK-47.
1: Bam. And you would have to be correct. Many Many countries use it. Right. Right. (laughs) Uh, That
2: one almost tripped me up. I almost won M-16.
1: Yeah. Question four, that, that is actually question five. Being close to identical, and by the way, this is not a multiple choice question. Okay. Being close to identical, explain the difference between a 357 and a 38.
4: Okay, well, they both have the same diameter projectile. Um, It would be a longer cartridge because the 357 is a Magnum. And so you would have more propellant, more powder in that. And um, really, I mean, that's about it. The the headspace would be the exact same because you're head spacing off the rim. So well, I man, really that's really writing. That's
2: exactly energy. how I answered yeah. that question, Rick. I <laughs> also put verbatim.
1: that
4: oh,
1: <laughs> verbatim. All right. All right. So the last of the official questions. We know that gun sales have soared in recent years. The NSSF released a report using data from gunbroker.com that listed the highest selling firearms from January 1st, 2020 to May 31st, 2020. Using this report, what was the highest selling semi-automatic pistol for buyers under the age of 50?
4: Okay. So what was the question? What was the highest selling pistol?
0: Semi-automatic pistol for buyers under 50.
4: This year, this last year, Uh,
1: 2020,
4: 2020. Oh, geez. I'm not up to date on the latest models. Um, I mean, I have to get a specific model. Yeah. Yeah, but um, it's, it's the
2: one you know.
0: You know.
4: Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to say Glock then.
0: Hmm. Ooh! Oh wow! Ooh! Ooh!
2: Oh, <laughs> that's right.
0: Is the Sig P320? So I mean, a okay. fatter Glock, <laughs> basically.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, what? and then we have yes. one last bonus question for you. The bonus question is worth two points. Okay. And. uh... No one actually got this one. No one got it so far. So here I come. Rick. Can Rick be the one Rick, to break Rick, the trend?
4: Rick, 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 go, Rick,
1: All right. Which popular selling brand produced their first gun in 1989?
4: Oh, that was Glock. Crap. Hold on.
1: We're just double checking.
4: Was it not? No, it wasn't hang on hang on Uh, did i did i lock in my answer did i lock in my? oh you well go
2: ahead if you have a different one go ahead so 18
4: or 1989 right
1: 1989
4: yes and um and this is sales in the u.s
1: uh anywhere
4: yeah i'm gonna have to go with i'm gonna have to go with glock Okay, you were close. Glock,
0: like uh, Jennifer, guessed Barrett, and they both launched in the same year, which was 1982. So you're exceedingly okay. yeah. close. Mm-hmm.
1: The answer we were looking for was Nerf.
0: <laughs> oh, As they were
2: reading that Nerf? question, could you feel me shaking my head in the background? <laughs>
1: there was a no, split second dad. where I saw the life in Rick's eyes just go out. <laughs> yeah, he Rick no longer wants
2: to Rick instant is all regret
1: done. coming on to this podcast yeah it turns out jennifer
0: is not only the vice president of growth and marketing but she is the vice president of trivia and curb stomping mm. Never she <laughs> remains locked in
4: in control
2: trivia is a core part of my personality so this in no way surprised me
4: yeah. so <laughs> does so does jennifer get a million dollars then
0: she
1: gets as soon something. as we do mm.
2: yep As soon as the podcast is done,
4: you
1: get something more valuable, though. The
2: the very first million comes Mm -hmm. to me, it's in the contract.
0: Now, from now on, though, Jennifer, you can officially sell t shirts for the Mm -hmm. gun rack. Oh, we give you that licensure, and we only ask for 80% of the profits.
2: Okay, that's great yeah. to know. Thank you. I'll let you know when the first batch comes out.
0: Absolutely. You don't have like
2: a little winning pin or anything that I could wear around every day?
0: Winning pin was my nickname in high school. But <laughs>
2: that sounds right.
0: Um, I, I'm afraid we don't yet. I will need to consult our blacksmiths. Mm-hmm. Um, I just bought a ring. Nothing I don't remember at all, huh? You
2: guys no, didn't plan this well.
0: Not even a little bit. It turns out our budget for such things is limited. But <laughs> I'm not sure. You president it of up.
2: Growth and Marketing.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, thank you guys for doing our trivia yes. thing. of
2: course. Of course. Congratulations on number 100. How was Thank you.
0: It's been a labor of love. 100%. And. Uh, hopefully we'll get another hundred in before we're done. Awesome. Okay, so we have survived the first round of trivia, but something was wrong with it. What was it, Drew? It's that I made those questions. It's true. It's that Drew made those questions. It's time to get a little bit louder now with the trivia questions that I created that we sent to some of the best minds in and around SDI, including the dean of the School of Firearms Technology, Rick Kasner, who has been something of the voice of SDI, on our YouTube channel, graduates, and more. Check it out here. And then I give it a shot, too. Oh, yeah. Drew gives it a shot, too, and it is it is deeply terrible. In what decade did the M16 begin production?
4: Oh, 1957.
0: Uh, how many rounds
4: can an M1 Grand hold? Wow. Oh. Uh, in in the magazine and chamber?
0: Uh, just mag. It will be fine. Though if you do five. either credit.
4: I'm gonna say five.
0: Okay. What is the difference between a magazine and a clip?
4: I magazine is something that's detachable from the from the gun and a clip is something that you would load the cartridges into and then press them into the into the uh, um, into the gun. Yeah. Basically.
0: Uh Norinco is a firearms manufacturer for which country? I believe that's
4: Japan.
0: I'm pretty okay. sure. Uh what famous brand for Air 15s was just resurrected by Palmetto State Armory?
4: Uh what brand?
0: Yeah.
4: I'll, I'll let you try to answer this this one question. Was resurrected, huh? well yeah. i would i i would say ar15 company that was resurrected yeah um it's going to sound stupid but it's probably wrong armalite i'm pretty sure armalite's still running as a company though yeah yes so it's, it's not armalite
0: it's dpms which Honestly, I didn't even know had shut down, but I'm pleased they're back. It's my first AR-15. Was a
1: DPMS for our listeners. You can hear more from Rick here in um, a couple episodes. Actually, we'll be releasing uh, an interview we did with Rick.
4: Oh yeah, here in the
1: near future. So be on the lookout for that. Rick, it was good seeing you again, man. Thanks for coming on.
4: Yeah, you too. Talk to you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye, bye.
0: Okay, so. Today, we're with Jake Burden once again. Uh, Hello, Jake. Uh, Good morning. It's great to be with you again, Joey. It is good to be here. And uh, for those of you who have started listening recently, you'll probably recall uh, the most recent episode with Jake went up uh, (laughs) just a couple days ago, actually. Um, And uh, just a couple days ago at the time of recording, it's episode 98. This is episode 100. So you're going to be getting this two weeks after. So if you want to listen to it, um, all you have to do is uh, scroll down a couple episodes. So that's good. But Jake, we're at our hundredth episode, which is of course, very exciting. Wow, man. That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's, that's great. That's great to hear. Oh, so excited. We've had, um, we've had ups and downs and uh, you are responsible at this point for exactly 3.3% of all of our episodes published as, <laughs> as a frequent flyer of the podcast, which is no small feat. You got a percentage attached to me, Joey. Yes, I do. The, the round numbers help. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's been wonderful. And uh, we've had... Uh, we just found actually a couple of weeks ago that there have been some uh starts uh students that have gone through the application process and started uh, school here with SDI that have indicated uh, that they learned about SDI through the podcast, which is
5: oh that's phenomenal. Fabulous. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so just so that people are reminded i know we just published very recently mm-hmm. um but with you with new students what potential inner i know you're not going to interact with every new student but what potential interactions would some veteran or active duty folks have with you in the process
5: hey man that's a great question um uh, just so you know, the students that I engage with um, here at SDI will be those active duty students um, that are seeking to use their branches' tuition assistance, uh, you know, to pay for their uh, funding here at the college. And then on the veteran side, I uh, I come in contact with those veterans that are planning to use the, cha- the V.A., Excuse me, the VA's Chapter 31, which is commonly known as VRE uh, program, which is the Veterans Readiness and Employment Program. Um, and so that's where um, those specific um, students will engage with me as they seek funding, you know, to pay for uh, their associate's program or certificate programs. So
0: fantastic but we wanted to take a second and just thank you for all the time you've put into this show it's been wonderful your stuff is i mean not that this is the only important thing but your stuff is also consistently very popular which makes my life a lot easier (laughs) well i'm glad i'm helping out man Uh, yeah
5: that's what i was hoping to do is help out
0: yeah so are you ready we have a uh, trivia challenge we're probably going to put these all together in a montage but we have 60 seconds on the clock oh my. and i've got 10 uh 10 questions lined up um they start fairly easy and then get progressively harder but right, so we're going to the spot all right yeah 10 sec or uh 1 minute and then uh every time or any time you encounter a question that you just don't know the answer to and want to circle back around to it just say pass then we'll okay. come back around to it at the end okay all right okay are you ready
5: oh man I'm about as ready as I'll ever be I guess
0: so oh. let's, let's get it on <laughs> that technically it's something so let's go okay, okay. and begin. In what decades did the M16 begin production?
5: In what decade was the M16 in production? It was in the 1950s.
0: That is, uh, they yes, okay. I will take that. Um, how many rounds can an M1 Grand hold? Ten. What is the difference between a magazine and a clip?
5: Uh, the magazine is the actual uh, container that holds the rounds, and the clip is just a, a piece within the magazine.
0: Right. Uh, Norinco is a firearms manufacturer for which country? Pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yay. Uh, what famous brand for AR-15s was just resurrected by Palmetto State Armory? Pass. Yeah. What is the name of oh no? Okay. Is that it? That's it.
5: What? Um, oh
0: man. Shoot. That, that was brutal. Um, so that was yeah. That was a tough one. That was a good that was good though. Excellent. Okay. Um wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Jake, for letting me borrow you for a few minutes.
5: Oh, of course, man. It's my that. pleasure.
1: Hey guys, Drew here. Uh, I'm going to be popping up uh, sort of intermittently between some of these quiz clips just kind of introduce who's going to be the next guest Um, kind of just help make the transmission uh, just kind of help make the transitions a little bit smoother because we care about you guys and we want you to have a good product Um, so uh, funny enough I'm actually going to be doing the next quiz section um, and it does not go very well for me, but I digress. Enjoy.
0: And again, in what decade did the M16 begin production? 60s. And how many rounds can an M1 Garand hold? Uh, 20 plus 1. What is the difference between a magazine and a clip?
1: Uh, a clip, all the it's like all the rounds are connected together um, and like they're static. Uh, while a magazine, you put the bullets in individually and then you feed the magazine into the firearm.
0: Narinko is a firearms manufacturer for which con- uh, country?
1: Oh, can you repeat the- Narenko
0: is a firearms manufacturer for which country? Switzerland. What famous brand for Air 15s was just resurrected by Palmetto State Armory?
1: What brand? Yeah. Oh, it was a uh, DPMS.
0: Um, yes. What is the name of the operating mechanism made famous by the MP5? Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. You, you got more than one right. Oh.
1: Um. All right. So at this point, I was feeling pretty good about how I was doing. Um, you know, I was beating Rick. I was beating Jake. I was riding high, uh, and then um, Mr. Jared McNeely comes along, and well, let's just say he humbles me a little bit, but you'll see. Difficult,
0: because Drew currently has the record with two Uh, (laughs) answers correct so far, but I don't think you're, you're going to do the same,
6: but... Well, we'll see. It's always, yeah. a, it's
5: always a question with my memory after being blown up so many times. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. We'll see if I can remember. <laughs> yeah. um, cool. Are you ready? I am. Let's do it. All righty. Three, two, one. In what decade did the M16 begin production? 1970s. How many rounds can an M1 Garand hold? Eight. What is the difference between a magazine and a clip? A magazine actually retains
5: ammunition and can be put
0: into the firearm. Uh, Narinko is a firearms manufacturer from which country? China. What famous brands for AR-15s was just resurrected by Palmetto State Armory? DPMS. What is the name of the operating mechanism made famous by the MP5?
5: The delayed roller blowback.
0: What is the name of the Glock model chambered in nine millimeter that is both single stack and compact? Pass. What did STG and STG 44 stand for?
6: Um, I don't do German.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was actually kind of close. Um, well, I know for a fact that you just beat the snot out of most everyone else.
1: So we actually had Frank Vigil, Um if you're in the SDI circles, you'll know Frank. We actually had him come on and do a trivia segment with us and he did really, really well. He um, ended up finishing, I think second place or at least cr- in the current standings. Unfortunately, there was a mix up and we lost our audio from that. So that is so sad. Frank, thanks again for coming on, taking your time to do this. Congrats! You did a great job. For now, we are jumping ahead to Steve Ross, and let's see if Boss Man can do okay on this quiz.
0: Kind of a bummer. Anyway,
1: we've run through the rules with Steve already. Yep, we've run through the rules. Are you prepared?
0: Let's do it. Okay. In three, two, one. In what decade did the M16 begin production? 60. How many rounds can an M1 Garand hold? Five. What is the difference between a magazine and a clip? Uh, a magazine is different from a clip. Uh, the way they're inserted? Yeah. Norinco uh, is a firearms manufacturer for which country?
4: Say Ukraine.
0: Okay. What famous brand for AR-15s was just resurrected by Palmetto State Armory? Oh,
4: that's DPMS.
0: What is the name of the operating mechanism made famous by the MP5?
4: What is it? Skip. I don't know.
0: Okay. Uh, what is the name of the Glock model that's chambered in 9mm that's compact and single stack?
4: 43?
0: Bam. And right at time. Not bad. I think you just kicked Drew out
1: of the top three. You know, I'm just proud to be here. Um, I'm proud of my performance today. And, um, you know, I'll come back stronger for episode 200.
0: Caleb Downing has been, uh, first of all, both a graduate and something of an ambassador for SDI for some time now. Uh, He's a wonderful guy. He does a lot of From Our Grad Corner videos, which you can check out at YouTube at any time. And he was kind enough to volunteer to be the next man up in our line of trivia. Check it out here. Okay. Three, two, one. In what decade did the M16 begin production?
3: Uh, I was in 1960-something.
0: Yeah. How many rounds can an M1 Grand hold? I believe that's eight. What is the difference between a magazine and a clip? Clips load magazines, magazines load guns. Very nice. Norinco is a firearms manufacturer from which country? Norinco. Shoot. I'm going to say Russia. Okay. Uh, what famous brand for Air 15s was just resurrected by Palmetto State Armory? It was Resurrected? Shoot, yeah. I don't know that one. Okay. Uh, what is the name of the operating mechanism made famous by the MP5? Uh, the roller Yep. Yeah. Uh, what is the name of the Glock model chambered in 9mm that's both single stack and compact? Well, there's the 43x 43, yeah, 48, 48. Okay, oh, you got it. Got it. Ooh, That's got pretty it. good. That's um, ooh, let's see. Uh, got five, yeah. What does five put him at? Is that second? Place? Yeah, he took over silver. Oh my gosh. Ooh. So you are happy, behind happy. only the dean of the school. <laughs>
4: so oh, pretty well, he knows what's
0: going on, right? I mean. Um, He's let's see beat out some formidable yeah, people jared got six frank v hill who is one of the instructors got four steve who's the head of the marketing department got four um drew got two a very yeah. proud two, i might add and then Rick, <laughs> who is uh, the chair of the school of Farm technology uh got one and jake burden oh. who's been a uh in either military or law enforcement for thirty years got one. So really pretty good show. Yeah, you need to be really proud of
1: that five. That was impressive. Okay.
0: Well, that makes me feel better. Yeah, buddy.
1: <laughs> so Caleb had a really nice performance. That put Caleb Dowling in second place currently, I believe. Um so good job on that, Caleb. However, We still have a couple more challengers. Next up, we got Theo. Um, Those of you in the SDI circles, you may be familiar with Theo. Um, He works on our faculty. You may have seen him in some of our videos. And let's see what he's got. So,
0: if you get six or more, you're the king. Or at least tied for the kingdom. Mm
6: -hmm. I'll try my best.
0: (laughs) It's good. It'll be good. All right. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, three, two, one. In what decade did the M16 begin production? Skip. Okay, how many rounds can an M1 Garand hold? Ten. What is the difference between a magazine and a clip?
5: Uh, A clip loads a magazine. A
2: magazine uh, feeds a firearm.
0: Uh, Norinco is a firearms manufacturer from which country? Turkey? What famous brand for Air 15s was just resurrected by Palmetto State Armory? Skip. What is the name of the operating mechanism made famous by the MP5?
6: The
5: roller blowback.
0: What is the name of the Glock model chambered in 9mm that is both single stack and compact?
5: Uh, the Glock 43X
0: uh what did s t g in s t g forty four stand for
1: skip okay and that does it hey listen you know not the podium but hey fourth place ain't too bad and fourth place is totally respectable and, and so you're with some heavy hitters yeah too what's so important like, is that e b u well that's so. the most important thing yeah <laughs> hey, tr- truly uh the benchmark for success. <laughs>
4: Yeah, when you said you had Jared on, I I knew that I was going to be, you know, in up, 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 yeah, <laughs> in some serious trouble.
0: Yeah. I w- honestly was very pleasantly surprised he agreed to do it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it was fun. I was yeah, like I he, can get you in and out in 3 minutes. He said okay.
5: <laughs> yeah, he's a he's super knowledgeable uh with just any history of firearms uh and and nomenclature and um just about anything you can ask, um, yeah. so that's awesome. Yeah, I I was kind of feeling the
4: pressure, a little intimidated because uh, yeah. <laughs> Jared Jared knows his stuff for sure.
0: He does. All right, buddy, I'll let you get back to doing your thing. I know you've been in meetings all day, but thank
1: yeah. you for hopping on with us. Yeah, Theo's yeah, good meeting you, sir.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Have a good day, guys. Later, bud. Bye. All
1: right, that was an awesome job, Theo. And we actually have one more guest for you guys for this trivia segment. Y'all know him. Y'all love him. He's been a frequent guest on the gun rack. It's master gunsmith, Kip Carpenter.
0: And, okay, Kip, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. We're going to start in three, two, one. In what decade did the M16 begin production?
6: Ooh, I believe that was 19... T, oh, produ- actual production? Yep. I believe it was 1958, is that right?
0: Uh, how many rounds can an M1 Garand hold?
6: Not uh, including one in the chamber, right? Just
0: Correct. The clip yep. I believe six. What is the difference between a magazine and a clip?
6: between a magazine and clip is a clip that's fed into the rifle, usually to the top side, and a magazine is fed up through a hollow area through the bottom, and you can remove it and take it out. The clip usually is sprung out like the M1s, or you have to pull them out. Uh,
0: Norinco is a firearms manufacturer from which country? China. Yes. Uh, the famous brand for AR-15s that was just resurrected by Palmetto State Armory. Do you know what it is?
6: Uh, actually, I think there was two, but I want to say—I mean, this may be wrong—but I think it was a, a, the uh, Atlantic brand has come back.
0: It might. <clears throat> And that's the end of the 60 seconds. So I'll just tell you, DPMS is the big brand that they're bringing in. Oh, the DPMS. But okay, yeah. yeah. But it's, you know, PSA is a multi billion dollar company now. So there's probably more than one going on right now. Um,
6: yeah. They're they're sucking up a lot of companies like a biscuit and gravy.
0: Yeah. So the decade that the M16 was invented it was the 50s. Oh. And then it began production in 63 or 62. Are you sure? Um, I'm gonna double check that now because otherwise I don't have to I go. Armorlight
6: had first put them out in 58, but they were like a real stepchild. Nobody wanted them.
0: That would be interesting if I have to go redo all of these.
6: Yeah, you could be wrong. I may be wrong. I may be thinking when Armor Light was pushing the prototypes. And if I get the M1 gram. Is it five? Oh, you've done it. It's eight. You're not Ooh, publishing my this. Gosh. Stuff
0: for you were exact what? I was,
6: what? I like this trend better. You you were exactly
0: right about when it was designed, 1956. Um, Let's
6: see. I think the prototype came out in 58, right? When they were trying to actually push it to the military the first time?
0: It was definitely developed in the 50s, and I'm seeing some stuff with 50s and 60s. I think we're going to have to go back and give credit to people with both. Because it definitely started production for the military in the 60s, which might be what I saw the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, And it might be that they started popping up some, you know, small, small batch stuff.
6: Well, let me ask you a trivia question. Yes. What was the major field complaint and breakdown component of the M-16 when it first arrived in Southeast Asia?
0: The, the major complaint?
6: Mm-hmm. And what was its major malfunction and complaint? And what was the cause?
0: I know that it was marketed as the rifle that you didn't have to maintain at all. So people didn't maintain it. And then they went around one of the most hostile environments in the world, and it kept jamming on everybody. Is that Good. what you were referring to?
6: You've got the first two. And what oh, was boy. the one thing that they didn't send with the rifle that they should have sent? It goes hand in hand with what you just A said, Cleaning you know, kit. You got it.
0: Oh my gosh. That's hard. They it.
6: Okay. They they had a, they had a lot of basic stuffs and, and they, but because it was supposed to be the K 47 of that world, yeah, it didn't work very well at all. So that was that was that was the major complaint with the malfunction, was it would jam up and it was because of lack of maintenance and cleaning.
0: I can't even conceptualize not spending the $2, you know, in today's money to send any rifle with uh, a basic cleaning component. Like, well,
6: you you have to consider what Darren says all the time. You've never been in the military, obviously. Yeah,
4: that is very true. (laughs)
6: That's one of Darren's famous lines. You've never been in the military, obviously. (laughs) I love that. You know, they, 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 they have, they, so anyway, but yeah, that, that was uh, pretty good. So how many did I get right? How did I get wrong?
0: <laughs> well, if we're giving you the M15 one, which I think yeah. we have to, yeah. there's that one magazine and a clip. You obviously got right. And uh, Narenko, uh was, Chinese. is Chinese. Yeah. I was surprised how many people didn't get that one. Um, yeah.
6: But I got the M1 grand one, well, and I should have never got that wrong. I cannot believe I got Sorry. that.
0: Sorry, I think Ger- several people who are experts in this field said five, just, I think, five, out of five. rhythm for all of the uh, the old school rifles that have a capacity yeah. of five.
6: Well, when you think about a lot of the stripper clip, Matt, you know, back in those days, a lot of them were standardly five or six, you know. And, but the M-Gram was the different one because it did hold eight. That's one of the advantages that it had. Yeah. You know, that's, that's one reason, you know, Patent thought that was the best rifle ever made. So.
0: And actually, just for fun, um, out of the remaining five questions, I'm curious to see how many you, you would get in one shot. Um, Here we go. Okay. So what is the name of the operating mechanism made famous by the MP5?
6: Oh, Technically, well, it's a blowback system, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, they have a special twist name manufacturer name to it, but it's it just plum eludes me right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're in the right area. I mean, mm-hmm. I would take blowback as you know. Uh, it's the it's called the roller delay.
6: The roller oh, yeah. delayed, right? Yeah. I was going to say delayed, but it, but it was the roller delayed. Yeah,
0: birthday. I'll take yeah. blowback because it's still yeah. sufficiently specific. Um, right. So, what's the name of the Glock model that's chambered in nine that's both single stack and compact?
6: Say that again. Uh, and so, nine is both single and?
0: And compact.
6: That's single and compact and, and wait a minute. Okay, a nine millimeter Glock. Yeah. That is that is both single and uh, are we talking about two different models but the same caliber?
0: Um there's one, it's the number, and then the number X, which probably gives it away a little bit. Um
6: I believe that that is the, I don't know, Kip, this is bad because you're a Glock expert. Yeah, I was about to say, aren't you a Glock armorer? Um, yeah, I'm an advanced armorer and considered pretty much an expert. I'm, um, I'm quite, I guess I'm just confused by the question, uh, but a single stack and a double stack. But you have to order it that way, correct? It's not it's not an Yeah, no. I mean there's probably that would be, impossible. A that would be it. impossible if they did that. That's something new I never heard of.
0: No, uh, I could probably it rephrase depends. it. Um so what is the name of the smallest Glock model chambered in nine?
6: Well, that's the 43.
0: There it is. Yep. I need to I probably should have just gotten rid of compacts because I'm pretty sure they Yeah, because be
6: what I'm out. gonna say because because Yeah, because combat and double, you can get the... Yeah, because then it's the the
0: 26, I think.
6: Yeah, Um, 26.
0: Yeah. Um, So what did STG in STG 44 stand for? STG 44. I
6: haven't thought about this in a long time. Um, A pass. Okay, (laughs) I'm having a brain fart over that. That's all (laughs) right. I know it, and I know it. That's why. Now I, yeah, yeah, okay. I I can't bail myself. Are we talking about stag?
0: (laughs) 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 Um, What revolver in recent years came out where the barrel is located at the bottom of the cylinder rather than the top? Ooh. It's the dumbest design ever. I hate it.
6: I don't I remember it coming out, but I never remember painting because I'm like you, I don't like a barrel revolver.
0: <laughs> I shot it um, once and almost burnt my hand off. Did it really? Yeah, I that know was, like uh, I also have very large fat hands. I'm sure that's not gonna be the case for everybody. But uh, you know.
6: Um Lord, it did the, who made who came up with that beast
0: Who? yeah movie? okay oh for half credit i'll give you the name of the company that that made it okay um, chiapa
6: oh okay yeah yeah um i don't remember the exact model but i do remember the pistol and i just the i big, blew it right weird space-age looking thing yeah i just blew it off because i just i uh, don't even like the design uh, I would never, I would never, let me just put this, out. I would probably not revert or suggest that to my customers ever. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've heard a lot of, I heard a lot of places, just like you said, there was a lot of blow back from the fire, it was too hot, it's very hot, and different things like that, so I, you're not the only person that's talked about it, you know, I think you felt the warmth.
0: Yeah. That's the, you geop- know. Why uh, they
6: did that anyway.
0: <laughs> I don't get it either. I, like... Uh, yeah, I just don't get it. I feel like it, the barrel being closer to your sight picture, I mean, the better. I know we're really talking about, like, yeah. too much difference, but, you know.
6: Well, that too much difference in distance makes a lot of difference. Sure. So, so yeah, I agree with you. I, I don't, I think it was a. No, I shouldn't say that, but I just I just don't like the
0: design. Yeah, okay. I don't either. It's been successful, though. It's called the Chiapa Rhino, which is actually kind of a fun. Oh, the Rhino, one.
6: yes. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm not a fan.
0: Okay, so what rifle, and this is the last one, was used unmodified to make the longest recorded shot without the aid of an optic in history?
6: Oh, without an optic?
0: Without an optic, yep.
6: Well, that's a tough question right there.
0: Yeah, it is. I want to
6: say I want to lean to the Winchester because I believe that Carlos Hathcock took some pretty good shots with it without optics at different times uh, for different situations, but I'm not a hundred percent
0: on that. He did, but it was broken just a few years ago. Um, there was a guy out West somewhere who took a 1.29 mile shot with an unmodified Swiss K 31.
6: Oh, Swiss K. Okay. Yep.
0: Yeah. Which, you know, awesome rifle, but still, holy crap. I don't even know how he saw it. He had like a little bison target and he nailed it. And I'm pretty sure there's a video out there. I'm pretty sure he hit it more than once, which is just. Absurd.
6: Yeah, just, Completely absurd. Uh, that, that's as bad as when Jerry meshlick took that little snub nose Smith to Wetson a thousand yards and hit the target.
0: Yeah. It's just not fair.
6: That, that, even that it's just like how did you yeah. do that? You know, I mean, come on, man. And I think Jerry did it more than once as well. But yeah. Just to prove it wasn't a fluke. But uh how do you do that with a snub? I mean man.
0: that's yeah. Okay,
6: I'll never shoot that good.
0: No. Uh, I can't make snubs work for me, period. <laughs> That's, I'm just not that good yet. Um, yeah, if
6: you're two feet away, you're good to go. But, you
0: know. <laughs> yeah. so I, people keep, you know, recommending to women shooters that for their concealed carry, they should get one of those, you know, Smith & Wesson airwaves or something like that. And I'm like, it's just such a disservice to those people. It's like, here you go. Yeah, we're going to reduce you your gender and give you the hardest concealed carry gun to operate that I can think of off the top of my head. Enjoy.
6: Right. That's yeah, The shorter hard. the barrel, the definitely closer you want to be. So. Yeah. Yeah. I have to put little distance between me and somebody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, Kip, thank you for uh, playing the little game with us.
1: So, as you may have heard, there was a little bit of a screw-up with uh, the M16 question. Um, To rectify this, I just gave pretty much everyone except myself um, Plus one on that Which it doesn't really change much of the leaderboard, honestly Uh, Jared still tops it with uh, six Still got Caleb in second Uh, Frank and Steve, uh, they tied for third Theo and Kip And then bringing up the... uh, the honorable last three would be myself, Jake Burden, and Rick Kasner. Um, Honestly, it was just a lot of fun. Uh, We thank these guys for coming on and doing this. Next up, we are going to be showing our brand new intro for the gun rack. And we're going to be showing that to Steve Ross. So I hope you enjoy. Drew, can you send him the new intro?
0: Yes, I can. We have been talking about something on this podcast for a long time, even before Drew got here. Uh, And that is uh, the new theme song or the new intro for the gun wreck for episode 101 and beyond. Are you ready? Are you asking me? I'm asking you. I'm asking Steve. I'm asking the dear Lord above. Are you ready? I'm ready to hear it. And my only hopes is it has, uh, it takes us to space. It has
6: guns in it. And the rock music is even better than before.
1: I think we might have a surprise or two There's, uh, up our sleeve. We have a very specific answer to
0: yes. this request. <laughs> Let's go. Ignition sequence start, three, two, one.
1: Lock and Load, it's time for The Gun Rack, with your hosts, Joey and Drew.
0: We went to space, there's gun sounds in it, and the rock's theme is even a little better than the first one, Mm. and you know what's nice about this one? It was public domain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay. Thank you, Steve,
1: for letting us borrow you. Absolutely. Real quick, I'm, I promise this is going to be the last time I interject. Um, we were recording all this in a public library, so I apologize for some of the audio quality during uh, the Tales from the Range segment. Uh, just want to let you know what was going on. Thank you, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the 100th episode so far.
0: So we're really hoping that you guys enjoyed that because we loved putting it together. That is what's going to be coming before every episode of The Gun Rack from now on. Uh, thank you very much to our uh, voice uh, our voiceover specialist for uh, doing that with us and for Pixabay for doing awesome things. Now, before we wrap up our journey today of our 100 episodes, um, we are going to do one more tale from the range. That sounds like we're never going to do it
1: again. We are
0: once more doing tales from the
1: range. <laughs> yeah, but it does feel like it needs to be a big one. It does. Yeah, it's, it, and so it annoying. is, it is a beefy, mm-hmm lad of a story yeah but it needed to be it did and what more important topic than embarrassing your sibling embarrass the sibling all right so this one comes from pency plinker that's p-e-n-n-s-y plinker from the high road forum wonderful so back when we were kids our gun club was having a shoot at a rich member's house we figured he was rich It was a doctor and had a 200-yard range, complete with covered shooting positions, pits at the berm for people to raise and lower the targets, and a filled telephone system connecting it all. Anyway, we were there to shoot up a bunch of surplus .30-06 ammo. My experience with the stuff was that it was always loaded hot. My little brother, who was about 14 at the time and a supreme know-it-all, was a decent shooter on the school shooting team and was, quote, instructing my father and I as to how to properly hold a rifle very nice of him when we go to the sitting position little brother grabs a rifle and proceeds to sit bolt upright like he learned with his 22 rifle my dad said i don't think you should do that john he replied with an angry look and a i know what i'm doing so we all sat back and watched he pulled the trigger and there was a loud bang followed by the side of my brother and his rifle tumbling backward over the edge of the shooting position into the dirt there was a lot of laughing involved and some very injured dignity. But that was all that was injured. Did he learn his lesson? Do you think he did, Joey?
0: Well, um... This this is a lesson we seem to see uh, reiterated time and time again. It's very hard once that happens. I mean, few things teach better than embarrassment.
1: And one of the other things that... No! No, we did not. What... Later on, but not too much later, the three oh. of us, Wow, yeah. there's more. Yeah. Later Here. on, but not too much later, the three of us were at a different range with our rifles. My brother had just finished building a fifty-eight Navy Zova smoke pole. And we were shooting it along with our modern rifles. My brother had a whole bunch of stuff he needed to do to load a bullet, and while getting it together, he asked my father to pour in a vial of pre-measured powder while my dad was pouring a few grains i.e. particles, not grains of measure, spilled onto the ground. He attempted to inform my brother of this, uh, this, and he mistakenly used the word, quote, grains. My brother said, quote, just pour another measure in. My dad tried to clarify things, whereupon my brother got very impatient and said, just pour another measure in. My dad gave him a big smile and said, okay. We knew it wasn't going to be over the max suggested amount but it was going to be a lot more than my brother expected essentially it was a double charge compared to what he was used to shooting now this range is built so that the targets are in one place and the shooting positions are at 100 and 200 yards we were standing on the edge of the 100 yard hill the back edge john was finished loading his rifle and took aim from the standing position there was a click a huge boom and and he went staggering backward down the hill with a rifle waving around in in the air, his eyes as big as dinner plates. My dad was laughing so hard I thought he was going to hurt himself. Then my brother got mad and wanted to know why no one told him. We tried, we said. He did not see the humor, but I'm laughing as I type this. And this was over 30 years ago.
0: That is very wholesome. There's nothing as wholesome as embarrassing family.
1: I think it's a time-honored tradition. Yeah. Um, Yeah, speaking of... uh, Speaking of time. Yeah, looking into the past. This
0: podcast is uh, old now. It's about two and a half years old, and we have had a lot of ups and downs with it, hopefully mostly ups. Uh, But we wanted to take... uh, just a couple of minutes and share some of the fun moments we have had with the podcast over the first hundred episodes. Sonoran Desert Institute School of Firearms Technology appreciates how important it is to incorporate modern technology into the day-to-day lives of the firearms community. And that is what this is all about. On this podcast, you can expect news, reports on school events, and educational material built to benefit you, our listeners. Indiana stands by itself, honoring its state pioneer history by adopting a single rifle by the hand of one person. The Grouseland rifle is a specific rifle built by one John Small and I wish podcasts had photos in them because I could share this thing with you. It is absolutely gorgeous. Come a long way. Yeah, it's been good for now. Gators in tactical pants. Now that's an episode. Well, that's that's when humanity is is no longer the dominant species on this earth.
1: How does a gator wear pants?
0: How does a gator wear pants? One leg at a time, just like the rest of us. (laughs) so that's number two slash one slash honorable mention number one is uh, kind of obscure but we're getting into it number one is the Springfield EMP40 of AR versus AK so within that do you have a particular stance I know that the easy answer and the probably correct answer is that you like both but is there what's where do you sit between ARs and AKs?
6: I am, I'm uh, just uh, whatever my customer likes. That's what I like. Are going to walk out the door with? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. And uh,
5: that was pretty interesting. You yeah, know, they had their uh, big old tactical, you know, or tactical uh, belts oh, and like one bags of those and everything. Things. Yeah, and I was looking to my left, going so you you know all the time you carry that all the time oh no i i this is what i i wear when i instruct and i'm like okay well you gotta really think about that for a moment
6: (laughs) you know
0: i don't want to put i don't want to put simona on blast but Uh she actually went to the casino twice during our trip (laughs) wait is that true i couldn't help it (laughs) wait did you go did you go twice that night? Am I remembering that correctly? Actually, I think Simona might <laughs> three times. Did you go three times? She went three times. <laughs> there it is. That's what it was. Oh, no. She was just going to let us go with two times two.
1: All right. So now that we kind of took a look at the past, I um, just kind of want to take a moment to look into the future.
0: Yeah.
1: Um,. So we're at episode 100. How old is this podcast exactly? About this, like two and a half
0: years? Yep, yeah, this podcast officially launched in late September of 2019 and here we are now. Um, it's pretty incredible, really.
1: Yeah, and it's, it, it has been cool just because you know I've kind of gone back and listened to like some of the older episodes and stuff um, and seen how it's grown from episode one to now. Um, and we just want to take a moment to kind of you keep ourselves accountable in a way. You know, talk about some of our goals with you guys. Uh, for we want, while we want the gun wreck to look like by episode two hundred. Yeah. Um, Joey, do you want to go first? Yeah, I know
0: one of the things that I, I really want to see is us talking with uh, some of the bigger industry players mm. uh, and being able to share uh, their knowledge and their passion for this sphere with you guys i think that's something you guys uh, would love uh, for us to be able to get for you and therefore we're going to try to get more of it Uh, plenty more of the top 10 5 6 lists because those are perennially popular i just want to get more involved with the community we've been in a place where we're fortunate enough now to have a pretty decent subscriber base about uh we're getting somewhere between two and three or really two and twenty five hundred, let's not fool ourselves, uh, <laughs> downloads a uh, month, uh, which is awesome. And you know, we love that you guys have been sticking around for that. Um and now that we're here, we're gonna get into some more meaty stuff. Uh you'll probably start hearing some advertisements for the school for Sonoran <laughs> Desert Institute and the School of Firearms Technology. Um You know, we're not, I highly doubt we're going to be selling out ads to other entities. Um, But sharing with you guys the opportunities that uh, SDI as an educational uh, body uh, provides is something I'm very excited about sharing as well, along with the new and awesome content. I'm also very excited to have 100 episodes with a co host instead of having to just talk into a microphone by myself you know, eight out of every 10 episodes.
1: I'm happy to be taking this journey with you too. But, um, I think one thing for me is, um, I'm really excited about maybe trying to up the production value of the show a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, for example, I've actually just got a new mic. That'll probably make its first appearance episode 102, 103, something like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, basically long story short, you should be getting some cleaner audio, um, as far as um, you know, my mic is concerned, Joey, we—you've never really had a problem with your mic. You always sound pretty, pretty clean, pretty professional. Um, and then I kind of want to do some cool things with uh, the editing itself. You know, just kind of see what you know—cool things we can do—and just you know, try our best to keep making good t- content for you guys.
0: Very nice. Yeah, we're so excited to have you guys with us here for this journey. Uh, Thank you for indulging in our little victory lap that is this 100th episode. (laughs) We tried to make sure that there's plenty of fun stuff in it for you. We really hope you like the new intro because that ain't going nowhere. We both really like it. And uh, before we do anything else, let's... Well, here's the thing with this new intro. We hope you like it because we love it, as we've said before, but we also have a new outro which you are going to hear in about 30 seconds but for now and for always that is the gun rack have fun out there and we will see you at the range
1: sonoran the desert institute is an online school accredited by the deac it is headquartered at 1555 west university drive in tempe arizona for more information about how you can craft your firearms future visit sdi.edu.